Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Tellus. Back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on August 1st, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. A goal is not always meant to be reached. It often serves simply as something to aim at. Again, a goal is not always meant to be reached. It often serves simply as something to aim at. And that's by Bruce Lee. So that is that is so true. I, I mean, I think we all um, we all set goals to accomplish them. Um, but one of the biggest benefit of of a goal is to get you going, to get you moving. You know, otherwise you're just aim, aimlessly, aimlessly going about things. You know, if you have a goal or if you set a goal, you have a starting point. You have something to get to get you to get you moving. Um, and and you, and you you guys have heard me uh, talk about these challenges that I've been setting. And the reason why I started doing it, calling them challenges and doing them that way, is it's, it's a mind thing. Um, a lot of times when you set goals, you either, I mean, setting goals is, is, it sounds like something easy, you know, it's like, well, you just set a goal and you do it, but sometimes you can set a goal too low, sometimes you can set a goal too high, you know, it's kind of like a balancing act, but I found that what, what's been working for me, um, what, what's, what keeps me into it is when I proactively set a challenge and and it's something that I, I I do every day. You know what I mean? As opposed to setting this this date in the future. Like by this date I wanna have done this. You know, and and, and, and when when I do these challenges I say every day I'm gonna do this. It's 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 you know it's it's the same thing no matter what you call it. It's it's a it's a goal, it's something to aim at. Um but for my mind, <laughs> well, what's been working for me is to call it a challenge and to have a day-to-day something to measure. And I've been slowly progressing these into other aspects of my life. You know, the, the easiest way that I started was just to do like a, a, a workout goal or, or like uh, when, I was, when I did the uh, pick a day, posting a pick a day goal. Now I could I could have I actually I, I I previously had a goal of at the end of every week having a certain number of pictures that I've posted. But I was faltering on that, you know? So that's when I said, okay, well I'm I'm gonna bulk her down and then post a pick a day. Right? And then that's that can move from from that to something else. And that goal came about when I saw people doing these like these 365 day challenges to where they take a picture a day for 365 days. Now the thing about me and reason why I knew that wouldn't matter with me is because there's no way to gauge that because the only the only place I would post it is on my um, my website and and I noticed that the people that were that was doing this they were using it like for some Instagram uh, Instagram fodder or 
Facebook fodder or something, you know, where they were posting something on these social media sites um, every day, taking a picture with their phone. That's that, yeah. If I if that's the way I went about things, I, I could could easily do that. It takes nothing to on my commute snap a picture. But I wanted to, you know, when I when I do a challenge, it's not just for for the sake of just doing some shit to, just to say, hey, I do this for. 365 days or for whatever I wanted to go towards a bigger thing you know like a bigger um, a bigger challenge or a bigger goal so so that's the way it, that's why I went about it that way and that's when I did a, a, a pick a day for 100 days that's why I posted it to to my website because I mean that's that's just the way I do it so um, so now I, I started some uh, some new challenges in that um, I'm going to you know, I'm trying to get more into being organized and, and, and getting more of a document documentary flow type thing going to where not only am I doing these challenges uh, the other part of the challenge is to document and to keep a journal and to keep a record of it so one I can I'm creating something I'm creating some kind of usable content and two I can have a resource that I can go back on so that's when I did the first uh, when I was doing my workout challenge why I uh, actually I, I, I blew that one out of the water uh, the 100 day challenge because you know I, I'm still working out every day so which which you know to be honest it, it wasn't that hard of a thing because I, I've always worked out so that wasn't that big of a thing uh, you know that that wasn't too far of a stretch, but it was the it was keeping up with the with the the, the regimen. And now I'm doing another challenge, and then now I'm gonna be real keen on my nutrition as well. Because um, when I did my my other challenge, my 100 day challenge, workout challenge, I didn't focus. Uh, the only thing I really focused on as far as the diet was uh, what I called BBS, no no booze, bread, or sweets. And I pretty much stuck to that, but I did. I, you know, I. Um, but I, matter of fact, I only I didn't have it for the full hundred days. I only had it for like, <laughs> like ten or twenty days. I think I had. I'm still. I'm still doing the. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I had the no booze for ten days because my birthday came up. So, you know, so I just, I just did that for the ten days prior to my birthday. And then the no no bread and no sweets that was for uh, like a few days after that, and um, and I you know I did that. Those those were easy. Usually like like goals like that, um, like challenges like that are pretty easy, you know, because it's only like ten days. If you can't do that for ten days, then something's really wrong with you. If you can't not booze or not eat something for ten days, you you got a problem. So now. I'm doing it for 100 days. No booze, bread, or sweets for 100 days, and I'm trying. I'm doing this like modified ketosis, and I don't like to call it a certain thing because I, for for one, I don't know the 100% of the ends now. I just I just know the basics, so I'm just following the basics of that of uh, uh, like a, a a high carb, high fat. I mean not high carb, a high fat, low carb. Uh, moderate protein diet and then working out every day so the way I'm doing this challenge this new challenge is gonna be every week 
I'm gonna do what I call the 12. So every week I'm gonna do 12 same exercises every day for for a week, and then I switch the 12 up for the next the next week. So it's gonna be, and then I, I, I may do a, a two a day. So, but the basics of the basics of the challenge are the 12, and then the diet, the, the BBS, no booze, bread, or sweets. That's for 100 days, and then. Um, I'm, depending on when I get home, I, I know I'm going to work out. I know I'm going to do two a days, but I'm not sure if I want to make that part of my challenge because I wanted to incorporate like uh, some form of yoga or tai chi into my back into my workout. And, and it's just a time thing because when you're doing like yoga and tai chi and stuff like that, actually yoga, you can get away with with. Uh, you know 10 20 minutes a day you can you can get away with yoga like that and that's actually just you know basic stretching moves or the basic sun salutations and stuff like that of yoga uh but tai chi it's a little more in depth if you want to get get good at it like i said before i i, I uh i did a challenge previous previously like last year to i did tai chi for like 30 i think i did it for like a month and I mean, it's, it's 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 one of those things where if it's working, why did you stop? I really don't even remember why I stopped. I don't even know why I stopped stopped doing it. You know what I mean? Like it's like one of those things where like like an apple a day. If you know an apple a day is gonna be good for you, why? Like how hard is it to eat an apple a day? So it's one of those things where I just stopped. And I, know, I actually, you know what? I take that back. I do know why I stopped. I got I started getting to the more difficult parts. Of uh, I, I do the the one is a 108 form, the long form Tai Chi, which the whole routine is about 30 minutes. So learning it is going to take you about an hour each day to you actually learn it until you get to where you can move fluently and know the moves without really thinking about them. So I was doing it. I was doing like an hour a day, um, and. And I, and I got to like around I want to say like 34 between 34 and 40 is why I got to and the routine really changes right around there it goes it, it, it sort of changes to a another segment and the moves get sort of to where I mean it's, it's kind of it's kind of weird talking about it without without you having a visual especially if you've never even seen it but um you know, people think there's just one form of Tai Chi. There's multiple forms of Tai Chi. And it's really interesting even even learning about it and, and watching. Like, if you go to YouTube, you look up Tai Chi, and you realize, like, that the age of some of these people, especially some of the Tai Chi movements that involve slow and then these fast bursts of speed, and just you just look at it, and it's, like, mesmerizing. You know, you look at it, and you say, I can, like, especially... When you see how long some of these masters have been doing it, and then it, it sort of um, diminishes you a little bit because you're like, I, I want to get that good, but shit, I'm I'm already 42. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, what would I be 80 before I could do it that well? You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, this so so these challenges that I'm doing now, I'm I'm really taking a proactive step at documenting, and and also I'm I'm. I'm getting close to uh, starting my YouTube videos, and then that's going to be another challenge, so I can uh, so I can hit that hard and go in on it, you know, 
without being one of these vanished or forgotten YouTube videos. I mean, YouTube channels. Um, so, especially since I'm doing the podcast and all this other stuff, and then school starts tomorrow for the for the girls, for my kids. School starts tomorrow, and that's a whole new thing. And that's why I decided to go ahead and start these new challenges today, because uh, I, I know, uh, you know, I'm not going to get get any more time. So, um, so yeah, waking up at three, <laughs> get my early start, and um, and you know, that's that's just the way, that's just the way I'm going to be doing it for a while, probably until you know the, the school year ends. Um, you know, when, when you have kids. We have kids in in different schools. My all three of my girls are in three different schools. That's like a start of a. You know how like people have New Year New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. That's like a for parents. That's like a start of a new year. <laughs> that's like you know it's like you you got to get your shit together because you know chaos is coming. Chaos is coming. So you either go to like roll with it adjust your schedule so you can still get the things that you want to do done and still be involved in in you know with your kids that's, that's you know that's just it in, in in this time in this day and age you you have to be able to you know it's a different it's a different kind of lifestyle um you know, I was a latchkey kid. It, it was just like you were on your own. I mean, I'm pretty sure you, a lot of you guys listen to this. You were probably the same way. Your parents went to work, and that was it. They they just had to do that. They had to go to work, and um, and you you and your siblings, if you had any, you know, you got home from school and you rode on your own. You you made your food. You you did what you wanted to do. Um, you, you, as long as you didn't get in trouble, you got you got you know you kept yourself safe and and and. <laughs> You know, maybe you saw your parents when they got home from work. Maybe you saw them in the morning before they left work. But most of the time, you really, you really did. I mean, I mean, that was my my scenario. You really did. Uh, you saw them on the weekends. They were working, especially in a single parent home. You saw your, you know, you saw your, your your parent on the weekend. So it was just you and your siblings. You and your siblings in the neighborhood. That was it. Um. So anyway, so this weekend. I, uh, I did this uh, did this 5k fun run it, and it was uh, it was an inflatable fun run so the obstacle obstacle course were these inflatables these gigantic inflatables and I can tell that was my first one I've always been wanting to do like a mutter or like uh, some sort of obstacle course I've been wanting to do that forever the last I mean the only one I've done was in basic training and I've, I've I loved it, loved it, and I, you know, I always wanted to do them, but you know, but uh, for one, re for one reason why I never did it, um, because I actually, you know, look looked some up and tried to see what their price was, and I wanted it to be a family thing, and they were expensive, but for my birthday this year, my wife bought all of us tickets, and it was like three hundred bucks. Um, that was that was one of my that was my birthday gift. Cause you know I'm not I'm not I'm not one of these big birthday type people. I'm like, man, your birthday's end when you're like twelve. You know, it's like I see some of these adults fucking go crazy about their birthday. Like, are you? Anyway, so so that's what she 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 did. Cause she know, like usually, 
I'm, I'm weird about like getting receiving birthday gifts and shit like that. But but that was, this was a this was like by far the coolest man. And this fun run was you know it was it was awesome. I was just like actually I didn't even know how much it cost. She did it's not like she told me how much it cost, but I wanted to do I wanted to keep doing them because there was another one like a a, a mutter that that's uh, like next weekend I think. Or maybe it was actually even the same same weekend I did last weekend. But uh, then she like looked at me because I was like I wanted you know just be a whole family. Then she looked at me and she's like, "Those things are kind of expensive." And I was like, if she had even mentioned to me how much it it was, I mean you don't only live once, but yeah, she told me how much it was, and and she she was able to get like a discount on it because she she got them early, and I was like, holy sh like. I was like, holy shit. And I was just, then I started thinking about like, hey, maybe we need to host uh, one of these fun runs and make make some bucks. But yeah, it was it was called the Inflatable Fun Run. It was downtown Colorado Springs at Memorial Park. And uh, I wish I had like, a, you know, sometimes like when you do things like that, you wish you had like a GoPro or something like that. But then it's like, you know what? You want to be in the moment. And that's what I, you know, because I was thinking, am I going to take, like, a camera or something? And then I, like, right before we left, I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be in the moment. So it was me, my wife, and uh, my three daughters. You know, we did it. It was, it was nice, mildly overcast when we started. We were, like, one of the first heats, uh, the first waves. I was started at, like, 10 o'clock. And I think that was one, that may have been one or two before hours. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think that was probably there was like a nine or nine thirty, and then we were ten o'clock. And um, let, let me tell you though, man. Even though those things was inflatable, like the 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 muscles you use doing those things. Like I didn't feel it the first day. Like my you know my wife came back with some some strawberries on her arms. I, I didn't have any of those, like strawberries or cuts or bruises or anything like that. And actually, I didn't even have any any soreness or anything until the next morning and I was like how in the hell can you have can I be sore from bouncing around and on, on inflatables I, it's like that I mean even like now my my uh my lower my not even my lower back it's like in my hip area I mean I did take one spill when I I came off one of one of the inflatables and uh actually like hit hit the ground and uh it was funny. I rolled over and I hit the ground. And then I pretend like I was doing push-ups. And everybody started laughing. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just count, you know, I'm just doing push-ups. But uh, I didn't. I wasn't hurting anything. Matter of fact, I got up and I, you know, I started back running to the next inflatable. And I was doing fine. But the next day, man, I was like, holy shit. And and I was just thinking, like, what? What if I wasn't even moderately in shape? Like, what if I wasn't in any kind of level of being in shape how would i feel that next day you know what i mean like here's here's a guy that work out pretty regularly and i'm aching from inflatables you know and i'm i'm, I'm not overweight or or anything like that i'm like i wonder what it, what it's like for um for people that are like out of shape um so i was like yeah that that's that's why you that's why you stay in shape you know that's why you do it you stay in shape because you don't want to you don't want to have to get in shape when you have to when the doctor say hey you got to lose some weight 
You know, you wanna, you wanna, and this, this is what I tell my daughters all the time. I was like, you wanna work out because you want to, while you, while you can. You don't wanna get an ultimatum from, from a doctor saying, yeah, you, you're gonna die if you don't take better care of yourself. You wanna do it young. You wanna start young, so it's no big deal when you get older. Your body is used to it. You know, you, you, you don't wanna wait. Um, I mean, I saw some, I saw some people out there. Some older people, they were killing it, man. Killing it. I saw, I saw a lady, she had to be 75, 80. She was in her, her get up and killing it, running like like nothing. Then I saw some people half my age that were struggling. And I was just like, yeah, man, it's, you know, you, you just gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta control, you gotta take care of what you can take care of. Um, and, and, I mean, we we all gonna die from something, but the things that you you have some some sort of control over, like exercising and, and trying to eat, you know, decently. I mean, I, you know, you can't. I I don't get crazy with like buying all, all the organic shit and you know like like now even the stuff that used to be good for you is not good for you anymore. Like boneless, skinless chicken breast used to be good, but now it's like now you what you're gonna get the organic stuff because now the even the regular chicken breast is all pumped up on steroids i don't go that deep into it i just get you know the regular stuff you know so um so yeah that was fun so if you ever get to get a chance to do one of those i you know i highly advise it you know like like i said i, I did the inflatable i've never done like these mud runs or these uh what, what the other ones called these color runs or anything like that i've never done any of any of those but I imagine they'll be just as fun, but uh, I, I definitely want to do another one. Probably it, it may end up being like a yearly thing. It may end up being a thing where I do for every birthday if it comes around the same time every year. Um, so, uh, so what else is going on? Uh, I got my I got my buck film loader in. I bought it used on eBay. It was a Watson 66B. Uh, it actually looks like the Alden 74. It actually looks like um, the Alden one with the with the yellow knobs and dials. But it it's uh, it has the gray knobs, but it has a counter. It, it looks it looks different from the the Watson 100. I think that's the model. But uh, yeah, I got it for a good price. I think I paid like 17 bucks for it. It was a make me off make me an offer type thing. I offered the guy. Like you know, like I always do, low ball. He came back with seven bucks, and I think it was like eight bucks shipped. I was like, yeah, I was like, cool, got it. It's it, been it looked pretty. Came in an original box, practically looked brand new. Um, so, so I, I, only thing I need to, to buy now is to to start you know buck loading film cassettes or the film cassettes, and I'm still debating on film debating if I want to just shoot HP5 or um, this Ultrafine 400 which is which is like 20 bucks cheaper per 100 foot roll uh, cheaper than the HP5 you know so I've never shot with the, the Ultrafine but uh, I don't know man it's, it's tempting to you know go as cheap as possible so that's what I've been looking at that's, that's what I'm deciding on and also, I'm, I'm trying to debate on if I want to, because I'm almost out of Ilfasol 3, I'm trying to debate if I want to do Rodinol or just stick with what I, what I know, what I've been using. 
Um, but you know, I've seen so many people talk about how how long Rodinal lasts, and people like diluting it one to one hundred. Um, so, but I know a lot of with a lot of these chemicals, you know, it's just kind of like experimentation with with the chemicals. But um, the the most I've seen that that Ifosol, as far as the instruction goes, they you know they recommend one to nine or one to fourteen. I haven't seen anything, anyone saying they've diluted Ifosol 1 to 100. Um, I'm not even sure how, how much, you know, what, what would that do to the development time with that thin of a dilution. Even with the Rodinol, I'm not sure if that comes at, well, I know it has to come at a cost on time, but, um, you know, it, how, how much is it real significant? Or, or is that dilution just for staying development? Um, I'm not sure. I, I imagine it would have to be. I imagine a one to one hundred dilution, unless that rotenol is just a real, real concentrated um, developer. I that's that's. I have to look that up again. I have to, you know, research a little more and and find like what source I'm going to listen to or what source I'm going to go by. Cause you know, with that stuff is all. It's so many different takes on it. You know. So, but um, I definitely. Uh, I, I, I definitely want to, you know, stay as cheap as possible because I already know that I'm going to have to either get a new scanner or buy view scan simply because even though I have two K3 biters, I could set one up just for doing the scans. But each time I mess with the camera or take it off, the, you know, take it out of the where I'm scanning, every, every time I go back to redo it, to not scan, but to digitize negatives, with my uh, DSLR, I have to reset up everything. And if I want consistency, everything has to be set up exactly the same way. So that's what, that's why I'm going back to like, maybe a scanner is the way to go if I want consistency. Especially if I'm gonna be documenting my film photography, you know what I mean? Like, I want I want as much consistency as possible. So that's, that's, that's why I, uh, you know, I, I think I'm gonna, uh, well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go back to scanner. Go back to you know just scanning negatives with a scanner. Either using my Microtech. I did see some some. Um, it was a what a Canon Canoscan 9000 Mark II, which is funny because I think there's a printer. I think Canon has a printer with that same model number. But. Um, I think there's a Canon 9000. It's like I think it's running for like less than 200 bucks on on eBay. So I'm, I mean I'm not sure. I know scanners, the scanner technology hasn't increased. You know, it hasn't like there hasn't been a, a lot of developments in in scanner technology. But uh, I still know some of the best ones out there. You still can pay you know a pretty bit for them. And um, but my other option is to just get view scan, which is like. 70 80 bucks and just use my scanner that I have now because I'm not going to be printing anything you know the, at, at the most it's going to be uh print for my for my uh Pixma uh 10 or going into like self published books or something like that you know what I mean so the fidelity don't have to be to where I can print you know anything more than like a 16 by 20 if I want something for my from you know for, for my wall or if I'm you know some things I've been messing with is like if I do 
do a self-published books to have like uh to to have prints you know to like have different levels to where you know you can you can get some prints uh of the prints that are in the book just just to have a better quality so there's just some stuff i've been i'm thinking about some some projects that i got going on that i'm working on and uh some of the challenges that i'm that i'm gonna be have some self self uh initiated challenges is that is that self uh assigned yeah self-assigned self-assigned challenges let's see if we can get a acronym sac self-assigned challenge sack get some sex some sex going on <laughs> that'll be a new thing sack so what's your sack it'll be a new book somebody write a book on uh why you need to sack or uh or you know how these like soon as some new acronym come along somebody come out with a book of why you need to do it or 10 reasons you need to do this or why you need to um do this acronym so yeah self-assigned challenge you heard it here first i think maybe as far as i've ever heard of that those words being put together self-assigned challenges all right that's it for this edition uh if you want to get in touch with me just tell us at straighttalkuncut.com that's the email um you know, my podcast is hosted on SoundCloud and you know SoundCloud has one of the best. Alright, so what's what's going on here? SoundCloud has one of the best uh, platforms as far as built-in community and, and, and the way that players work, which is why I went to them. Um, and and as always you can go directly to SoundCloud and, and leave comments on the timeline if you want to, you know, whatever. Or you can go to iTunes. Um but the best way is just send me an email, man. Tell us at straighttalkuncut.com. Like I always say, I don't know a lot. But what I do know, I talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.